episode 146 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt. Today, we are live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt. You can ch- come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we have a short but very fun episode. We're going to be previewing the Week 17 matchup for the Minnesota Vikings Week 17 Sunday Night Football matchup against the arch-rival Green Bay Packers. The 12-3, and three, I believe they are right now, Green Bay Packers. That... 12 and 3. Yeah, and 7 and 0 at home. And we're going to play them at Lambeau Field on Sunday night football in January weather. So this is going to be a very football weather is what people like to call it. Not January weather. That's football weather. People call it, but we'll play them in January weather at Lambeau Field this Sunday night football and we'll preview this matchup on this episode of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. And We are back for a Week 17 preview for the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings will travel to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers, the 12-3 and Green Bay Packers, on Sunday Night Football, 720 Central Time on NBC. The Green Bay Packers are 6.5-point favorites in this matchup. Huge differential right there. But Vikings, 12-5 and Green Bay Packers, arch rival, traveling to them to play primetime. Not only you're traveling to them to play on primetime, but you're traveling to Lambeau Field to play January weather on primetime. Vikings, we can come up with a win here. And Vikings, this is a must win for the Vikings. A must win for the Vikings. Because if the Vikings want to make the playoffs, they will have to win out. I just don't see a scenario where the Vikings can be 1-1 one and one going forward the next two weeks and somehow make the playoffs with a losing record. It's just not going to happen. You have to get a winning record in the NFC if you want to make the playoffs. If the Vikings do make the playoffs, they will have to win their next upcoming matchups. That will be both this week against the Green Bay Packers and next week against the Chicago Bears. And we will have to see the Philadelphia Eagles lose one of their upcoming two matchups. So they have two matchups. Both are pretty tough for them. They play Washington this week and they'll play Dallas after that. If the Vikings do win out, though, I see a good over 50% chance the Vikings make the playoffs as a seventh seed. But not only if the Vikings make the playoffs by winning this game and winning the next week, but you can be holding the Green Bay Packers back. Right now, the Packers have the one seed in the NFC with a 12-3 and record. However, there are three other division winners with, or expected to be division winners, with an 11-4 and record. Those four teams are the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Bucks. So... If the Vikings win this game, maybe we see someone else take that one seed. Maybe we see someone else get a first-round bye. It's not only the Vikings winning if they win this week. It's holding the Green Bay Packers from winning a Super Bowl, and that's more important for this Vikings team. However, you got to take a look at this, though. It doesn't look very likely with this Vikings team. It doesn't. The Packers are tough, and they are 7-0 and at home this season. They have not lost a single home game yet this season. Aaron Rodgers, somehow, into his 40s, is in the MVP conversation. And then you look at it as a whole, their offense is dominant, and their defense is a huge upgrade from last year. However, Vikings have, a two, are, have two straight wins against the Packers. Why do they have two straight wins against the Packers? Because I feel like we play the best when we play the Packers. When you look at this season, you we, we have so many bad games this season. So many terrible games that come to mind right now. Two bad ones against the Lions. Both games against the Lions, actually, and against the Cowboys. If you look at it, we have two good games that I can think of. Against the Packers and against the Chargers. If we bring the right playbook to this matchup, 
even though it's an away game, January weather in Lambeau Field on primetime, Vikings can come up with a win. And that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode of Morning Kickoff. You take a look at Sunday night weather in Green Bay. It's looking like eight degrees and six miles per hour wind. So actually not as bad as we thought. I mean, eight degrees is awful. Six miles per hour wind. But again, it's not the worst weather we've played the Packers in. We played them in much worse, worse weather than that. And last year, we beat the Packers at Lambeau Field in terrible weather as well. So you take a look at the Thursday injury report for the Minnesota Vikings team. Since our last edition of Morning Kickoff, we have two players who have been placed on IR. Those two players are Adam Thielen, has been placed on IR with an ankle injury and will miss the remainder of the season and postseason if the Vikings make the playoffs. Mason Cole, who started both at center and right guard this season, has also been placed on IR with an elbow injury and will likely not play the remainder of the season. We have five players who have been added to the COVID reserve list, like I say every week on this podcast. Podcast. Vikings just continue. COVID just runs through our locker room left and right. And we have five players who've been added on the COVID reserve list. Those five players are backup left tackle Rashad Hill, starting right guard Oli Udo, veteran quarterback, backup quarterback Sean Mannion, linebacker, starting linebacker Nick Vigil, and starting defensive end Patrick Jones. So, not the worst players to be added to the COVID reserve list. I mean, you look at it, though, Ole Udo's added to the reserve list. Mason Cole is out for the rest of the season. Rashad Hill is out of the COVID reserve list. What I'm leading up to right here is that we're going to see Wyatt Davis start at right guard. And this is something I, this is huge. This is massive. You guys, one thing to watch for in this matchup is how Wyatt Davis looks at right guard. Wyatt Davis, third round draft pick out of the Ohio State, is the best right guard who came into the 2021 draft class. Vikings drafted him in the third round to be our starting right guard by the end of the season. However, he hasn't been because we've felt like we should start Ole Udo, Mason Cole, these other players who have all looked bad at right guard. Vikings are just cursed at the right guard position, but maybe Wyatt Davis can break that curse, and we'll see that in this matchup. Patrick Jones is out. I mean, it's okay. We have Sheldon Richardson. Nick Vigil's out. We have Blake Lynch. Like, we have players who can step in for all these players. Sean Mannion's another player who Vikings signed, uh, brought back Kyle Sloter. Sloterhouse is back in purple and gold. Love to see that. However, I just don't understand why the Vikings needed to bring him back. I mean, you have Kellen Mond. You have a dual threat quarterback sitting on your bench. You don't need to bring him in in the first place, even if Sean Mannion is on the COVID reserve list. Outside of that, Cam Dantzler, starting corner, did not participate during Wednesday's practice with a calf injury. Huge loss. I really hope the Vikings... Cam Dantzler being... Vikings are so thin at the cornerback position. This is brutal to see. If Dantzler doesn't play in this game, obviously you have Patrick Peterson on Devontae Adams. Outside of that, Mackenzie Alexander on, uh, on Alan Lazar. They also have MVS. I mean... What I hope the Vikings do here is not start Harrison Hand or Chris Boyd. I hope that the Vikings will, if Dancer misses this game, I hope the Vikings play uh, Patrick Peterson and Mackenzie Alexander and then play Cam Bynum as a nickelback. Cam Bynum is a converted safety out of Cal and has played safety with our team so far this season. However, he's a converted safety, so he should be able to play corner as well. Tyler Conklin was also a limited participant with a hamstring injury. You take a look at some Packers notable injuries. So three players on the Packers team have been added to the COVID reserve list. Those three players are backup tight end, veteran tight end. He's been in the league a long time. Mercedes Lewis, wide receiver Amari Rogers, and defensive end, starting defensive end, Kingsley Keekly. So, uh, Kingsley Kiki. So, wow. With that, though, Mercedes Lewis is not a huge loss on the team, but again, they're very thin at the tight end position, so uh, he gets a lot of play time. Amari Rogers is 
mainly a, a kick and punt returner on their team doesn't see a lot of offensive snaps so I don't know who's going to start at kick and punt return for their team I hope this Vikings defense or special teams can step up though Kingsley Keekley is a player who stepped in at defensive end as a edge rusher for them as well but huge comeback on their team Jair Alexander has returned to practice as a limited participant with a shoulder injury so that is huge for them Jair Alexander is one of the best corners in the NFL and now they're going up against a Vikings team with Justin Jefferson now they don't have uh, uh, they don't have uh, Adam Thielen, which sucks, but Justin Jefferson, obviously top three wide receiver in the league. So Jair is a huge comeback for their team and will likely start over Kevin King. If the Packers are smart, they will bench Kevin King and play Eric Stokes alongside Jair. And then starting left tackle, all pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari did not participate all week with a knee injury. So Bakhtiari is just made of glass. I mean, he, it feels like every time we play the Packers, he's not there. And I'm totally fine with that because he's one of the best left tackles in football. So hopefully our defensive end, maybe DJ Wanham, Sheldon Richardson, these players can step up, whoever is going to be starting at left tackle for them. Aaron Jones was a limited participant with a knee injury. Aaron Rodgers did not participate all week with a toe injury. Aaron Rodgers is going to play every week. He doesn't practice with a toe injury. It's a stupid excuse he uses, so he doesn't have to practice. Uh, starting right tackle, Billy Turner did not participate as well with a knee injury. So their start, both of their starting left tackles were all were both um, not participating or were limited during practice. So maybe we see, maybe we see us getting to Aaron Rodgers a little bit more. Maybe we move him around the field a little bit more. Oh no, he got a toe injury. He's not going to be able to run. Uh, you take a look at though, Minnesota Vikings going to Green Bay to take on the Packers Sunday Night Football. How will the Vikings have to win this game? This is a must win for the Minnesota Vikings. And honestly, I don't think anyone wants to win this game more than Mike Zimmer. Well, I can't say that very confidently because I don't think Mike Zimmer wants to win any game. If he did, he wouldn't be calling this stupid playbook he's been calling all year so far. Same goes for Clint Kubiak. But Mike Zimmer's game is on the line. He is on the hot seat. Clint Kubiak's on the hot seat. Shoot. Kirk Cousins on the hot seat right now as well. He's playing for a new contract extension. Huge game for all of these players and all of these coaches. This, this game defines an era. And going into this matchup, it really comes to show there's a lot to watch for. More than just the Vikings playing this game. Because this game will define an era. Vikings will have to win out and have to make a Super Bowl run out of it. That's not going to happen if Mike Zimmer wants to keep his job. And this is his final chance to prove himself because he will have to win this game. He will have to win against the Bears. And going on the road in the playoffs, I mean, Vikings have a Super Bowl roster, but again, it's not going to happen. We just know it's not going to happen, even though our roster is a lot better than our records says that we are. But so how do you stop the Packers? First of all, blitz Rodgers all game long. This is what the Vikings will have to do because our defensive front struggles at getting to the passer. The only time we can rush the passer is off of the blitz. Now we're going into this matchup with, without Nick Vigil, we're going into this matchup without Patrick Jones. It's totally fine because we have Blake Lynch who can step up. He stepped in for uh, Anthony Barr's injury. We have Anthony Barr, obviously on our team. We have excellent safety group. We can even do some cornerback blitz in there as well. We have to be able to blitz, move Aaron Rodgers around the field because Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to pass all over us. I don't want to see any more Mike Zimmer three-man rush. The three-man rush for the Minnesota Vikings is dead. That was four years ago when you had Linval Joseph, Everson Griffin, and Daniel Hunter up front. That is an excellent three-man rush. Minnesota Vikings don't have the same defensive front they had two years ago. As a matter of fact, we don't have the same defensive front that we started the season with. 
We cannot get to the passer without blitzing. Daniel Hunter is on IR. He's out the rest of the season. Everson Griffin is out the rest of the season. We don't know what's happening with Griffin. You take a look at our defensive front. You have to blitz. You have to blitz all game long because these guys are not going to get to them. Sheldon Richardson, Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, Aaron Rodgers runs faster than all of those players. You have to be able to get to the passer off of the blitz game. And one player who comes to mind specifically is Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr is a edge rusher. And the Minnesota Vikings have to realize that because they haven't been using him as as such the last three seasons. The reason why Anthony Barr made as many Pro Bowls as he did, was all pro in his uh, previous seasons, was because the Vikings used him as an edge rusher. As a matter of fact, he's the player who knocked... um... (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. Well, breaking news, I just got it on my phone. Kirk Cousins tests positive for COVID. Well, good thing that came up now, and I didn't see that after I was done recording this podcast. That is huge because Minnesota Vikings... Now, who are we going to see start? If Kirk Cousins tests positive for COVID, which he did, he can't play in this matchup. Oh, no. Do we see Kellen Mond start in this matchup? Do we see Kyle Sloter start in this matchup because Sean Mannion is also out? That is huge. Okay, well, this just changes everything because now that Kirk Cousins tests positive, our entire playbook is different. Wow, Vikings can't win this matchup anymore. I don't see a scenario where the Vikings can, unless if they run the ball as well as they did against the Packers last year. Do we see Kellen Mond start? Please start Kellen Mond and not Kyle Sloter. I love Kyle Sloter, but I really want Kellen Mond to start in this matchup. He's a dual-threat quarterback out of Texas A&M, and the Texas A&M quarterback in Kellen Mond is what we want to see, not the preseason Kellen Mond that we saw in this year. Wow, that is huge on this Vikings team. Gosh, COVID just continues to run through our locker room. Now our star quarterback test positive for COVID. Okay, Vikings, this just became a lot harder of a game to win now that we don't have Kirk Cousins on our team. So, ooh, this is brutal. Kellen Mond is probably going to start at quarterback. Kyle Sloter, although Kellen Mond is unvaccinated, maybe he got it too. Oh no, this is brutal because now we have to be able to pass we have to be able to pass the ball against the Packers we can't run the ball all game because it's going to go into a shootout okay I still think the Vikings can win but it'll have to be a ground and pound game the Vikings will have to run the ball over 30 times in this matchup and that's huge Vikings will have to run the ball over 30 times in this matchup and have to get at least 160 rushing yards in order for the Vikings to win this game that's 160 rushing yards and a few touchdowns obviously in there as well not only that but the Vikings defense will have to come up strong which is honestly not is honestly very possible. We saw how the Vikings defense played against the Rams. We saw how we played against the Chargers. I mean, our Vikings defense has come up huge this year in some games. I mean, as a whole, our Vikings defense has been terrible and one of the worst in the NFL. But there's been a few good games, and maybe if we just come with that same performance against the Packers, we can see a win. I mean, we beat the Packers last year because DJ Wanham had a strip sack and Anthony or I think it was Anthony Barr recovered it on the final play of the game. That's the Vikings defense we need to see. A Vikings defense that can be able to get to Aaron Rodgers and force him to make mistakes because Rodgers does make mistakes. I know he's an MVP Rodgers and he's playing like is one of his best career years so far this season. However, you look at it as a whole, the Vikings can force mistakes on him. If you just double team Devontae Adams, Rodgers will likely still force that ball into double coverage. He will. If He will because he doesn't have his tight ends to rely on. 
Big Bob Tunyon's not playing. Mercedes Lewis is not playing. They got some no-name tight end starting at tight end right now. Not sure quite how he's going to play against their Vikings defense. I guess we make every opposing player look good, so maybe he is a lot better than I'm. Maybe I'm underestimating him right now. But I think the Vikings defense can come up huge. If we just get, we'll have to get like three, four turnovers, something very lucky, maybe a kick return touchdown, blocked punt return for a touchdown in order for the Vikings to win this game. So I'm going to switch my prediction a little bit. So I'm keeping the same bold prediction of the week. This just came by a surprise. Um, keeping the same bold prediction of the week, I do believe the Vikings will get three and a half sacks or three sacks or more against the Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers off of blitzing. So Vikings will have to blitz all game if they want to beat the Packers. It's going to be have to be a huge matchup for our Vikings defense in order to beat the Packers. It's going to be a hard game going in an away game against the Packers and beating them, but we'll have to beat them through defense and through ground and pound football. Oh, losing Kirk Cousins is massive on our Vikings team. This is going to be hard, but Kellen Mond might be a pleasant surprise. I mean, oh, my expectations for Mond are so low, though. But maybe he purposely played bad in the preseason to set our expectations low. No, he didn't. But uh, again, maybe we see the Kellen Mond we saw at Texas A&M, the Kellen Mond that can throw four touchdowns and run for three in the same game. Hopefully we see that Kellen Mond play. But I'm going to mi mix up my final prediction now that Kirk Cousins tested positive for COVID. This was my prediction, 31 to 27. I did predict the Vikings to win this game um, by four points. We're going to miss that prediction. We're going to predict the Vikings to actually lose this game. We're going to go 27 to 20. I just, it's it's tough to see how the Vikings would be. If the Vikings win this game, they'll have to get like four turnovers or something nuts. Our Vikings defense would have to come up huge. The Packers offense would not have to be able to play as good as they've been playing this season. We'll have to see something crazy happen if the Vikings do win this game. But, oh, that's so brutal to see Kirk Cousins get test positive for COVID. Now the Vikings are likely not going to win this matchup, but that's okay. You know why that's okay? Because all in all, you look at it, I mostly wanted to beat the Green Bay Packers because it's the Green Bay Packers. Vikings making the playoffs, it doesn't it doesn't technically matter. Because Vikings will make the playoffs, get a bad draft pick, lose out, be an easy out or one and done in the playoffs, and then look to a rebuilding phase with a bad draft pick. I'd rather get a little bit better of a draft pick and look to a rebuilding phase because that's the best case scenario for this Vikings team right now. However, I still want to see my Vikings beat the Packers because it always feels good to beat the Packers. And we have two straight wins against the Packers. I know they beat us uh, in history overall. Their record against us is better than our record against them. However, hopefully we can get that to three wins in a row. But let me know what y'all think. That's going to wrap up episode 100 and what is it? 46 of Morning Kickoff. I hope y'all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings fo football related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.